This episode of Tech News Day is sponsored by ExpressVPN and by Caviar. Folks, this has been one hell of a week. A real nail-biter. Um, by the time this video actually goes up, we might know who won the U.S. president. We might know who won the election. I might be able to speak normally. Not a lot of sleep. We're losing our minds here. Not a lot of sleep. But yeah. Uh, yeah, driving in the Georgia numbers and the Pennsylvania numbers changed. Yeah, it's. it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm fully spun. We are with you in a bunch of categories. Yeah. Lack of sleep, uh, emotional roller coaster. Uh, doom scrolling, doom eating. I've been eating more than uh, yeah. is should be allowed. I've gained two pounds this week, and yeah. I don't know how or why. Yeah. But yeah, when this video go- we don't know right now who won. When the video goes up in a couple hours, maybe we'll know. Yeah. We might not know. We might think we know, but there's almost certainly going to be legal challenges and recounts that are going to stand in the way of actually fully 100% knowing uh, if Trump loses there's a good chance based on how he's been acting for the last few days that he'll just say, uh, nuh-uh. Mm-mm. And then there'll be that to deal with. No president's tried it before, so that's exciting. Yeah, he uh, uh, t- today is press conference. I, I like legal like, votes. Like, clearly, I'm the winner. Um, so In legal vote The category. legal votes. The legal votes. Not the manufactured votes. The ones yeah. that are hidden. Um, yeah, they, this is an extremely close election. Um, it's made it very difficult to actually get anything done. Uh, this episode's probably going to be a little shorter than you're used to, but... Whatever. Let's talk about some other stuff to get our minds yeah. off of democracy. That would be nice, right? Uh, yeah. Cute animals. They're, they're always a nice distraction when yeah. you're stressed out. Uh, you ever seen a mink? Oh, my gosh. Just, just look at these guys. They're like a cross between a mouse, a kitten, a ferret, and they are uh, gorsh dang adorable, aren't they? Uh, well, we regret to inform you that despite their cuteness, the minks, they must die. Mm. Sorry, folks. This isn't a cute animal segment. This is a COVID-19 segment which is absolutely not the kind of thing you want to hear about when you're trying to de-stress, but it's clearly the biggest story of the year, even with the election going on. Uh, by the way, another uh, record broken today. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, a like poll worker or someone who's working in the uh, on the polls in a state uh, had COVID and died the day after the polls closed. Um, anyways, uh, it's a big story, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though the election's happening and it's yeah. kind of taken all the wind out of its sails. Um the latest coronavirus news is that in uh, Denmark is going to kill up to 17 million mink to stop the spread of a new mutated version of the virus. And we're going to get a lot of coats out of it, baby. <laughs> yeah. All the rich women are going to be walking around like it's the roaring 20s all over again. Yeah. What do you want us to do? Throw them in a ditch? We got the fur. I'm going to look fabulous. Yeah. I'm going to get the one that's literally just the dead mink, like yeah, not even just, skin. Just, with it, yeah, it just hangs right yeah. there. It says, mm. I've conquered this animal, as you can clearly see. Yeah. So mink are obviously, they're, they're not raised for their meat. They're raised for their fur. Yeah. So that weird old rich ladies can. Yeah, like Cruella DeVille type. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Bitches. I didn't know this, but Denmark is the world's biggest mink fur producer. Hmm. Uh, since the beginning of the pandemic, farm workers have passed the disease to the minks. It has mutated into a new strain in the minks, which Denmark's prime minister says has been found to weaken the body's ability to form antibodies. Doesn't sound too great. And that mutated coronavirus has then been passed back to at least a few humans. Mm -hmm. Uh, This could be really bad news for the current COVID-19 vaccines that are in development. Um, On the less bad end of things, the new strain could make vaccines less effective. But on the worse end of things, the strain could be different enough uh, from the strain that they're developing the vaccine for, that the new vaccines just won't work. Are they going to make it like a community event, like the episode of The Simpsons where they beat the snakes? <laughs> I've got my mink smacker. 
I don't know. I mean, Scandinavian culture, a bit odd. I heard. I hear they take old people up to a cliff and just push them they off. They just throw them right off. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I found it out. <laughs> uh, minks and their relatives have long been known to uh, be susceptible to catching coronaviruses from humans. Because remember, coronaviruses have been around for a long yeah. time. COVID-19 is different. It's a new one. An exciting one. <laughs> new coronavirus dropped. Yeah. Uh, and the COVID-19 mink problem has been an ongoing problem since the start of the pandemic, with mink farms across the U.S. and Europe reporting outbreaks, including an outbreak in Utah that killed nearly 10,000 minks. Uh, over the summer in Spain, uh, they called 100,000 mink, and the Netherlands called tens of thousands. Where? Why do we need so many minks? Who? Yeah. Who's well, buying the minks? Uh, Chinese people. Apparently, oh. like, that's most of the mink goes to... China. Because, yeah, in general, you don't see people wearing furs anymore. Like, even if you don't, even if you're it's not. It's like cigarettes. People are like, most people these days are like, gross. Yeah, even if you're not fully on board with, like, PETA, it's just not, it's very out of style to walk around in with a, dead animal. a bunch of dead animals. Like, Especially when it resembles a yeah, dead animal. I mean, leather is still in yeah. somewhat, but furs, not really a thing. That's what you got to do to get uh, fur back in is you got to make it a kink thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Danish government, uh, they reported last month that there were 41 mink farms in Denmark that had COVID-19 infections among the minks. Uh, that number has since risen to 207 mink farms in just a month's time. So, yeah, the Danish government is officially just moving forward with a plan to slaughter nearly every mink in the entire country. Around 17 million mink total at around 1,000 mink farms. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, if you're not going to wear a mask for your fellow humans... Then maybe do it for the minks. They had no choice. <laughs> Look, sorry that we're so susceptible to coronaviruses. I'm just a mink. I'm just a mink. Uh, look, they don't make PPP for minks or PPE for minks. They might be able to get loans. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, they don't make masks. Uh, yeah. Now, of course, all these minks were going to be slaughtered anyway for their fur, uh, which is dumb and stupid. Yeah. But it doesn't make that much of a difference. They're just killing them because now they could be passing a disease. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, uh, have you guys checked out the latest COVID numbers happening here in the U.S. that uh, I mentioned earlier? Because <laughs> they're not great. No. We are, we are being a bad little country. Um, yeah, you might have missed it amidst all of the election chaos. But on Wednesday, records were shattered with over 107,000 new cases in one day. Uh, things peaked back in the summer with around 70,000 daily cases. That was in around late July. Uh, then it dipped down around 35,000 in late September. But they've been skyrocketing ever since with no signs of slowing down. And I believe today was uh, also the first time in a long time that it went over 1,000 deaths in one day. Yeah, that's spiking too. Yeah. So just um, a couple of jumbo jets crashing now, today. Thankfully, COVID-19 deaths have not risen as dramatically as new cases have. Uh, it's been holding pretty much steady at around 1,000 deaths per day for the last few months. <laughs> Good news, everybody. Yeah. Which is still terrible. Yes. Like, it's it's shameful uh, that we've all just accepted it. It's like, oh, yeah, 1,000 deaths per day. Cool. What, which is, which, not to bring it back immediately to the election, but Joe Biden is such a bad candidate that he couldn't beat a president who let 225,000 Americans die. And it's still close. Yeah. That is how bad of a candidate. And and of and Kamala Harris, it's like no one even cares. Everyone's just like, whatever. Yeah. What do you want us to do about that? Yeah. We've tried nothing and nothing changed. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks to the medical community being a whole lot better at treating the disease now compared to eight months ago, the virus is a lot less deadly. 
But uh, something that hasn't been discussed much this year is the fact that for a lot of people who get the virus and recover from it, uh, various symptoms can linger long-term for months or indefinitely. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, it's called long-term COVID or just long COVID. <laughs> long COVID. <laughs> you got that long COVID. <laughs> uh, and while it's mostly been anecdotal, the director general of the WHO recently highlighted it at a press conference featuring several first-person testimonials. Long-term COVID-19 symptoms are pretty wide-ranging and include some combination of fatigue, persistent cough, shortness of breath, headaches, skin rashes, organ inflammation, and neurological and psychological effects. So essentially like you went down and worked in the coal mines for yeah. 20 years and uh, now you're suffering with it, except it's a cold that did it, did it to you once. Yeah. Uh, it's unclear how many COVID patients go on to deal with this post-viral syndrome and the specific mix and severity of symptoms seems to vary quite a lot, just like the actual virus does. Yeah. Uh, it's also unclear just how long these symptoms will continue to affect those who suffer from them. There's uh, I've had I had friends who have had it, and uh, uh, some of them uh, lost their taste and smell for yeah. a week or two. Some of them haven't fully recovered their sense of taste or smell. Still, this virus is a real it's a real uh, loot crate virus. Like you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, is it, it gonna be the floating yeah. hoverboard from Back to the Future or just another fun copa? Why don't you reach into the grab bag and <laughs> choose your symptoms? I'll take what's behind the mystery box. Yeah, um, yeah, it's something that is going to take a long time for scientists to fully understand. But as the uh, WHO director general said at the press conference, quote, this really reinforces what a dangerous virus COVID-19 is. It also reinforces to me just how morally unconscionable and unfeasible the so-called natural herd immunity strategy is. Not only would it lead to millions more unnecessary deaths, it would also lead to a significant number of people facing a long road to full recovery. And until we have a vaccine, governments and people must do all they can to suppress transmission, which is the best way to prevent these post-COVID long-term consequences. And people, yeah. I, I'm telling you, it's the fucking president's fault because he got it and nothing bad happened to him. So now everyone thinks that nothing bad's going to happen to them. And every day that I go out on my beautiful walks, I see less and less people wearing their fucking masks and it pisses me off. Yeah, it's I was I was walking around earlier today and yeah, not a lot of people wearing masks. Um, kind of annoying. I am. Look, there's a lot to get jokerified this by this year. I am getting extremely jokerified by the lack of masks uh, in Los Angeles of all places. Goof pilled for sure. Dude, yeah. I I uh, what the shuck? What the shuck? I need to get a goofy mask. Yeah. And a joker mask. We need to go down to the polling places with our, our uh uh, Guy Fox Goofy. Is there a Guy Fox Goofy mask? Someone, Maybe. someone make the Guy Fox Goofy mask. I know that they have. I was thinking about it today. If we should order it, Goofing but, I, on. but I don't want it to be like uh, you know the person gets their Cafefe shirt six months after the tweet. But uh, they, I know at Disney they do have. They're like long build hats. Yeah. With the goofy with the nose teeth. and the giant ears. <laughs> <laughs> a hat you would wear at Disneyland and nowhere else. Mm, I don't know. Maybe at uh, RTX next year or something no. like that. The Goof Troop. But uh, yeah, I mean, this long COVID shit, it's like... Long COVID. The, another thing I've heard talked about is like the idea that children generally don't get affected very much by the virus when they test positive for it, like for whatever reason. Little bastards. But we don't know yet if it has long-term effects on kids. Yeah. Because a lot of diseases, when you get them as children, have weird long-term effects just due to the fact that you're a kid and it fucks with your uh, physical development. We won't yeah. know for a long time. So the whole idea of like, yeah, just get it and that's it. Bad way of looking at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but hey, guess what? We tried everything and nothing worked, right, everybody? Yeah. Fuck it. We're a stupid country and the rest of the world's following suit. So we're all just fucked. 
The virus yeah. wins. I saw a bunch of uh, pictures uh, from the Halloween celebrations in Wuhan. They had a great time. They had a fucking blast. I didn't even know they celebrated Halloween in China. But, <laughs> First uh, time ever. We're going to try it out. It seems pretty fun. Yeah, it looked like the West Hollywood like Halloween parade, which is w- one of the best Halloween parades in the country. It's just wild. Everyone's out there dressed up, having a blast. It looked like that. And meanwhile, Halloween for me was sitting in my house um, watching a movie. That's it. I, it was pretty nice, though. I, I didn't it. even get to wear a costume this year. You could have. I could have. Some people did, but I'm like, come on. Or you could have gone out and partied because I saw a yeah, lot of oh, people yeah. on my timeline just going out and partying. Fuck it. So the coronavirus knows if it's a holiday, they give you a break. Anyways, long COVID, long, long COVID, COVID, horrifying. Doesn't make us feel any better about anything. No. Um, At least everyone gets to suffer together. Yeah. Plus, that, that's the one silver lining. It's not going away. It's it, The numbers are going up, so that's cool. Yeah, Tom Hanks made it cool back in April. Like, if you get COVID, it's like, at least you, Tom Hanks had it. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Now it's like, at least the president had it. Yeah, like, well, that's Chris the thing. Christie. is like, if everyone's suffering from it, like, if we got hit by a meteor, I'd feel a lot better about dying. Yeah. Because everybody dies. Anyway, what other news we got here? Something, something to cheer us up. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Disney, speaking of Disney, they they just showed off a brand new robot, and oh my fucking God, what is that? (laughs) Holy shit. Walt Disney is very impressed by this robot. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you might not realize it, but like Disney, they do a lot of work in robotics, and they have for a very long time, uh, mainly for the rides and attractions at the various Disney theme parks worldwide. Mm -hmm. A lot of robotics happening there. And a lot of that work that goes into those robots is done in-house. This latest robot uh, is apparently was made to demonstrate improvements that Disney's roboticists have made in recreating realistic human facial expressions and head movements, including specifically eye movement. And, um, yeah, those eyes are definitely moving. Yeah, this must be like, by the time they made the Trump robot, they were like, all right, we really got to go back to the drawing board. Just step up our game This looks like cottage cheese cobbled together on a skeleton. Yeah. Uh, And, yeah, look, if you focus on the eyes instead of the absolute horror show surrounding them, the movement of the eyes and the eyelids, it's pretty damn realistic. Instead of moving from point A to point B, the eyes dart around the way actual human eyes do. Uh, Similarly, uh, the robot's head movements are pretty realistic, even subtly moving up and down to simulate the small movements uh, a human head makes when it's breathing. It's all very impressive, even if the conspicuous lack of skin on the head is, of course, distracting. This looks like a Terminator. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, with skin, it might look even more unsettling. So who knows? Anyways, we can probably look forward to the next edition to the Disney Hall of Presidents being even more upsetting than the last one. I mean, again, though, it's just it's going to be Joe Biden. So it's going to look like they pulled it out of the fucking haunted mansion. Yeah. And put it on stage. They send it out there. He's like, why, 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 why? <laughs> Come on, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Make make the Joe Biden robot just only do famous Joe Biden gaffes. Yeah. That'd be great. We, we hold these truths to be, Selva, you know the thing. You know the thing. The, I think the craziest robotics they've done and that has been deployed is the Avatar stuff. Oh, yeah, the Avatar thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they do amazing work. Yes, they do. Your brother works there. Not in the robotics. Okay. But he does work there. Uh, now, before we get into more news, this episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. I mean, we talk a lot on this show about how social media companies literally only want one thing, and it is disgusting. That's your personal data. And if you've been watching a lot of Netflix lately, you might have seen that documentary called The Social Dilemma, which features tech insiders explaining how social media is engineered to exploit users' data for profit in what they call surveillance capitalism. 
Say what you want about the normal capitalism we live under. I mean, we just talked about Disney for a whole paragraph or two. <laughs> but at least you're a willing participant in the transaction, like when you go to the store and exchange money for food. But when it's your data being harvested so tech billionaire ghouls can get even more obscenely rich, that's where you got to draw the line, folks. And thankfully, there is ExpressVPN, and they give you an extra layer of protection around your data. Every time you use the internet, big tech companies mine your data by tracking your searches, messages, and video history. But when you run ExpressVPN on your device, it hides your IP address, which websites use to personally identify you. That makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. You still need to be careful with what you share on social media, but ExpressVPN can make your web browsing more anonymous. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and prying eyes. Many VPNs slow down your internet, but not ExpressVPN. It's incredibly fast and easy to use. You just tap one button and boom, protected. So if you don't like the idea of tech companies exploiting your personal information, visit expressvpn.com newsday right now, and you can get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash newsday to protect your data. Go to expressvpn.com slash newsday to learn more. This episode is also sponsored by Caviar. Now, cooking is great, of course, uh, but sometimes you don't feel like doing it. Like if you're just stuck on the computer looking at election results, just trickle yeah. in for, uh, just for days hunched at over a time. The, the decision desk, yeah. don't want to cook. Uh, or maybe it's a Friday and you just want to relax, or it's a busy Monday and you're like, screw this, Yeah. or whenever. For those kinds of days, get the Caviar app and get the best local restaurants delivered right to your door. Caviar is all about great restaurants. That's why you'll find the best spots in your neighborhood right when you open the app. They have collections like Mediterranean, vegan, vegetarian, and more. And it's super easy to find good food for whatever you're in the mood for. Looking for something that's not dinner? Caviar can also help you get ice cream, fun snacks, breakfast, healthy lunch, and more. Maybe even a milkshake. Mm. Milkshake from wherever you might be <laughs> wanting a milkshake from. Uh -huh. So get the Caviar app. Get delivery. Get food you want. And just for our viewers, Caviar is giving you 20% off your first order. Just enter the promo code TECHNEWSDAY at checkout. Remember, that is 20% off your first order with promo code TECHNEWSDAY. Download the Caviar app and use the offer code TECHNEWSDAY for 20% off your first order. All right, let's get back to the news now. Uh, this next one is technically politics, but it's an update on that whole TikTok situation, uh, which everyone also forgot about, and yeah. who cares? Yeah. Like, if Donald Trump lost the election, the, the, the people at Oracle and Walmart would be like, hey, what's going on with this? Sorry, can't hear you. You're breaking up. Make you're, bre you're breaking up, Jack. Come on. Make a TikTok about it. Mm -hmm. uh, you, like, look, we all have forgotten about it, but it's a big situation that's been playing it's out over situation. the last couple of months. Um, there was an executive order to ban TikTok sometime in September on the grounds that the Chinese-owned app was a national security risk. Uh, well, yeah, that didn't happen. A judge blocked it. And in the meantime, there's that whole deal with Oracle and Walmart buying out a big enough chunk of TikTok to make it technically American-owned. Um, but uh, that's in the process of being worked out still. And until that happens, the Trump administration, they still want TikTok to be shut down. Even more so now that he might be losing the election. Uh, he just needs a win. Dude, we have big shout out to TikTok, uh, Taylor Swift fans, uh, K-pop fans, BTS, the BTS army. Mm -hmm. The margins are so thin that it is undeniable. I'll go on record saying it. It is undeniable that the BTS army, Taylor Swift fans, and TikTok teens did not have an effect on this election. It's undeniable they yeah. had, they shifted the votes, yeah. folks. You could, could be right. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the latest attempt at shutting TikTok down has, again, failed. Um, see, the most recent date on which TikTok was supposed to be shut down in the US was November 12th, which is a week from now. 
But last week, that deadline was officially blocked by a Pennsylvania judge thanks to a lawsuit brought by three popular TikTokers. Mm. Um, Doug Marland, Cosette Renab, and Alec Chambers. We don't know who any of those people are. I'll have to ask Taylor about it. Their content's, I, if I had to guess, probably pretty annoying. Yeah. But you know what? They each have millions of followers on TikTok, and we got to give them props for taking it upon themselves to fight for their livelihoods instead of just sitting around and expecting TikTok to do it for them. Mm-hmm. This is a power move. Yes. Um, TikTok isn't totally in the clear yet. The Justice Department will probably appeal. Um, but so far, this whole TikTok ban has been one giant failure for the Trump administration. Hopefully, what's one of their last failures. Yeah, it would but be like, a great like cherry on top of... Uh... Of everything. It's like the just, last failure is TikTok. This was, yeah, because this was clearly just a sort of flex your muscles thing for Trump to do. And it's just completely petered out. There's <laughs> None of it's happened. Yeah. Like it, the... It, I, there had it, to have been a conversation between Trump and Kim Jong-un about bombing South Korea because of the K-pop stands. <laughs> there had to have been. Yeah. Even if the idea wasn't entertained by anyone, that he had to be like, "What can we do about it?" Yeah. Have you seen this BTS? But yeah, like this, it stands for big time socialist. The only result out of this TikTok ban so far has been uh, getting Bite Dance a bunch of money, <laughs> just cool. paying Bite Dance. Mm-hmm. So great job. Yeah. Uh, on to Spotify news now. Ooh, my favorite music listening app. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not wrong, but also they should be a lot better to their artists. And uh, turns out. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> they, they think this looks good, I think. Yeah. Uh, terms like pay to play and payola, they might be completely foreign to you if you've grown up mostly in this current century where music is primarily something that you listen to via digital means. But basically, pay to play usually describes music venues charging artists money for the opportunity to play there. And payola describes record companies paying radio stations to play songs. The idea behind both is basically you got to spend money to make money. And it kind of makes sense in a crowded business like music where exposure is key. But both artists and fans hate pay-for-play and payola because it's entirely based on money and not quality. Yeah, and uh, payola, at least on the radio, is illegal unless it's clearly labeled as sponsored content. But those same rules don't apply to the the Internet because there's been no reason to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, Spotify, they're bringing that shit back for a new generation. Earlier this week, they announced that in exchange for reduced royalty payments, artists and labels can designate certain music as a priority for them. And basically, uh, it'll get signal boosted in Spotify's recommendation algorithm. Now, first off, this is hilarious, considering what a joke Spotify's royalty payments currently are without any of this fuckery. Talk to any musician. Take less of nothing, please. Yeah. Or more of nothing. Talk to any musician that you, like, who's not, like, Taylor Swift level, someone, like, who is... A known musician that you've seen live, they, they have big draws for their shows. Ask them about Spotify and they will laugh in your face. Yeah. Like, it's a joke. They don't make any fucking money off that shit. So we're, <laughs> you're going to make even less than nothing by uh, basically uh, They're paying us owing to, Spotify money. Uh, yeah. Currently, no money is technically being exchanged. But they, they their statement definitely leaves the door open for maybe that happening mm. later. But uh, secondly... Uh, this is just a shame because despite the fact that they don't pay artists nearly enough, uh, Spotify's recommendation algorithm is actually pretty good. Yeah. Or at least it was. Like, what, that's how I find most of my music on there. Yes. What you need to do, and I've been doing this so much more this year than in previous years, is make sure at, as you would hit the subscribe button below you our video. follow the artists. Make sure you, you follow because you get all their new releases and then you'll get recommendations in yeah. a Music For You tab based on the things that you follow and you like. But always follow because before that, I, w- I wouldn't know 
when new songs were coming out. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you got to be pretty active in like saving the songs and organizing them and yeah. following the artists. But uh, yeah, Spotify is fucking great. I've found some very obscure shit on yeah. there. Also, I do want to apologize to the uh, at least six people who commented last week and said that uh, they felt bad because they do download music from YouTube downloaders. Whatever. Sorry. Now, for what it's worth, it sounds like this is just something Spotify is testing out currently. And they say that, uh, quote, if the songs resonate with listeners, we'll keep trying them in similar sessions. If the songs don't perform well, they'll quickly be pulled back. Listener satisfaction is our priority. We won't guarantee placement to labels or artists, and we only ever recommend music we think listeners will want to hear. Still, though, if this catches on and becomes a standard part of putting your music on Spotify, it's terrible news for up-and-coming artists who would normally rely on the recommendation algorithm getting their music in front of more people, especially during a pandemic where they can't tour. Sorry. (laughs) And people, like, they can sell merch, I guess, but, like... People like buying band merch at concerts. And I know that merch will still sell well, but uh, yeah, people like going to the concerts and picking it up. Yeah, those aren't happening anytime soon. And it makes me so sad. I I have a bunch of friends in bands who are like, we're not even looking at 2021. Yeah, why would you be? Yeah. It's just like doing a bunch of fucking paperwork and for no reason. I have friends that are like, yeah, we're booked on things, but we're not counting on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, one final bit of news. Uh, much like live music isn't really happening right now, and probably not for a while, neither is vacationing. <laughs> but when it comes, uh, when it does eventually become safe to travel and also worthwhile to do it, the ultra-rich will have a brand new ultra-exclusive destination that only they can visit. The Titanic. Yeah. Uh, for $125,000, a company called Ocean Gate Expeditions will be letting guests tag along with them on their research expeditions down to the Titanic, which for the last 108 years has rested in the middle of the North Atlantic, 2.4 miles below the surface, or 3.81 kilometers for everyone else. I was going to... Pipe dream, I wanted to pitch this as like a crowdfunding thing for me and you to go to raise the amount that we could go to the Titanic. But there's two things that uh, suck about it. It sounds like a miserable experience. Not You think about it and you're like, oh yeah, like I'll I'll jump in the sub and go see it. First of all, that sub, I I hear it smells terrible. You're in a (laughs) tiny room for hours with people and like no airflow. Uh, Second of all... Everything, that, unless you've watched, literally there was like a documentary this year from National Geographic. Unless you've watched that, your idea of what is left of the Titanic is Not very much. skewed. Yeah. It has been rotting away. Like the, the the really famous footage comes from 20 years ago. 30 years ago. It was discovered in 1985. And yeah. And it was still like, since then, it's gotten, it's fallen apart even more. Yeah. And also, you got to think about, you're on a fucking boat from like Nova Scotia all the way to where the Titanic sank. But you get to say you did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. I got to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's the same like all the the, it hasn't happened yet, but it'll it'll happen in a few years. But the ultra exclusive like trips into like near space or outer space, like those aren't going to be fun. No, it's going to be like you just do it because you want to flex your wealth. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, But anyways, unlike the actual Titanic back when it was still floating or the James Cameron Titanic movie, it does not sound like a luxurious trip. Uh, Guests will be crammed inside of a small submarine that can only fit five people total. A pilot, a scientist, and three mission specialists, a.k.a. tourists, who have paid (laughs) $125,000 for the privilege. Uh, The submarine also has only one small window for looking outside. Like, your trip is just going to be saying that you were there and watching the footage that was shot outside of the submersible 
And you were like, yeah, I was inside when they filmed this. You get a better look at the whole scene just from documentaries than you would actually being in the sub. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty uncomfortable experience, but you do get to say that you went and saw the Titanic. Uh, meanwhile, the researchers will make enough money to keep their operation going, so that is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I do like this kind of like science tourism where... Uh, and it's cool. This like, kind of research is expensive, so if, if a handful of like rich assholes give them money to tag along, it's like, that could mean the difference between uh, continuing their research or not. I mean, literally, though, you could go snorkeling and scuba diving around wreckage in, like, the Bahamas and stuff, yeah, which is going to be a lot everywhere. more fun. Yes, this was a big disaster, and it was romanticized in a fucking movie, yeah. but it's just a bunch of rotting metal on the seafloor. Yeah. It's just that it's really hard to get to, yeah. and that no one's really I don't done know. it. I, I don't know exactly how long it takes to get down there, but dude... Dude, imagine ripping a fart. Yeah, like the amount of pressure and that distance, it's got to take a couple hours. Yeah, I think to it's like even three get hours down to get there. down there yeah. or something. Ugh. And then you're down there for like an hour. And then yeah, right and then you got three hours back up because you don't want to get the bends. And you're on a fucking boat that's just like it's being tossed around. Yeah. It's, look, I would love to do it, but it's I know that I would be miserable. Like I'd get back and be like, yeah, it was the experience of a mm-hmm. lifetime. Oh, the whole time I'd be complaining. Yeah. <laughs> Does not sound fun. Like when we did uh, AFK. Yeah. Looked really fun on camera, <laughs> didn't it, kids? Yeah. It was the most miserable time of my entire life. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's it for this week's Tech News Day. We'll be back with a news dump that will probably include more election updates for you because we're going to keep updating you on this until it's decided, which could be tomorrow, could be two months from now. Let me, we check, don't tw- know. Let me check Twitter. Hold yeah. on. This is already going to be out of date when we tell people about it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It looks like Georgia might have flipped. Well, that'd be crazy if it did, but we don't know. Look, we love you. Bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> this is a long week. Anyway, watch our other videos. Yeah, watch our other videos. The goofification of America. Yeah, if you if you somehow missed the goofification of America, if you haven't been goof-pilled yet, please. Yeah, the second half of that video is, is already, the news is already old, but you really yeah. should watch the first half and the ads, of course. Yeah. Anyway, Thank we'll you. see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.